Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian MacMillan, and to the left of me is... Alan, how's it going? Woo! Uh, today we have Nick from the band Fever War, signed to Revival Recordings. Welcome to the show, Nick. What's poppin', my guys? <laughs> yeah, that was a quicker intro, guys, because that was round number two. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we just tried this, and our connection completely flopped in like five minutes. Um, so trying to save time for our guest. So I, I drilled through that intro. Uh, ooh, who is that adorable dog? What is that? Uh, this is this is Will Mia. <laughs> oh, hi, little Mia. Pup. Yeah, very cute. It's my guitarist puppy. Oh. <laughs> do you do you share a house with the band? Uh, no, we're just actually playing Philadelphia tomorrow. So I just drove up. I live an hour away. Oh, oh okay. okay, yeah, yeah, nice. Killer, killer, killer. Right on. Yeah, I'm not trying to wake up at like four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I checked out the band. Uh, Revival reached out to us and was asking if we could we'd chat with you guys. Sounds like you guys have some new music coming out. And uh, yeah. I really like it, man. It reminded me of a lot of bands that I love. You know, Every Time I Thank Die. You. And Thank you. High on Fire. Even like Queens of the Stone Age, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. Just rock and roll, They man. slap so hard. This Queens of the Stone Age slaps so hard. They're the best, man. They're they're one of the best of all time. Um, yeah. So what what do you guys got going on with the band? What do you what do you want people to know about? What what can um, what can people go check well, out? We're kind of, we got a lot of shit on the way. Like actually, super soon. Oh, nice. Um, we're about to announce our record release. Uh, we've got another single coming out soon with a pretty cool guest. It's a pretty tight friend of ours. Um, a video, a couple of really sick tour announcements. It's just gonna be really busy. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it sounds like. How much touring are you guys doing? Um, definitely, definitely not as much as we've done in the past. But we're being more selective with what we take. Mm-hmm. And yep. we're actually hopping on like some support tours and things this year, so that'll all be pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. So, how much stuff do you guys actually have released? I couldn't tell. Um, we have an EP plus four or five just random singles. We went on the single game for a couple of years and uh, just kind of ignored putting out a record. Yeah. You did the hip hop model. Yep. Dude, it makes sense and I commend you for doing it because I, I don't fucking know why rock bands don't do that more often these days. Dude, Young I agree 100%. I 100% agree. As much as I love an album, I mean, I love a full length, like finished thought. But if you're a new band and no one's ever heard of you, what the fuck is the point of that? Right. You know, like get some attention for a while. Be do something. Yeah. Different. I mean, the thing is too, like I found myself like anytime a band puts out a record within like two or three months, I want more. Yes, exactly. And in today's content you got to be able to compete with everything that social media is agreed yeah alan we were talking about that comedian andrew schultz yeah andrew schultz recently yep uh nick do you know who andrew schultz is he's a stand-up comic from I, new york i i don't think i do i'm really into stand-up but i haven't heard that name i don't think well i i also am new to him i just heard about him recently he was on the fighter and the kid and then theo okay. Vaughn, and then he went over and was on rogan's podcast so he made his rounds. Um, but anyway, what he kind of got notoriety for in the last six months to a year 
was this same kind of idea. He was treating his stand-up comic and the content and the release of that content the way that like a hip-hop band would do it. So he he shot yeah, yeah. a comedy special sort of unconventionally. Like he I think he went to four comic or uh, comedy venues in one night in New York City. And then he made that the special. So it was almost like a documentary. But instead of releasing oh. that all at once, he would release one bit like every week. And he's been doing that for okay. like a year. And it's his YouTube account is just growing and growing. And, and the fans at the shows are growing and growing. And now, of course, you're just on the biggest media show of all time, Joe Rogan's podcast. As as, yeah. as Schultz says, he's the new Johnny Carson. He's our generation's Johnny Carson, which right. is absolutely true. Yeah, because what's, what's Joe's pulling in like the the biggest two or three million views like per video, I, like on average. Right? I think it is the number one of of anything. Jimmy yes. Fallon, like any show, any podcast. The Breakfast Club comes in pretty quick after that. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a larger market with terrestrial radio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. So anyway, I, I commend you guys for doing that. And I think it's as unconventional as it is, it's becoming more and more conventional as time goes by. It sounds like you guys are filming like an episode of Kitchen Nightmares or something. Yeah, do you yeah. have a blacksmith in that room? Can you maybe tell him not to make a sword right now? <laughs> <laughs> ting, yeah, ting, ting. Dude, that's like two rooms over, too. These that's Apple insane. headphones just slap. Jeez. <laughs> God damn. Dude, Apple Shout headphones. Out. Shout out Apple. Apple headphones are like the most like I underrated know. piece of technology. Yeah. Yeah. If you move around at all, we can hear it. Yeah, it's so true. There's like a, it sounds like somebody's like fucking with like a candy wrapper yeah, or like something. Sh- 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 is that, is there like is <laughs> a dog near you? No, it's, yeah, be nope. careful the headphone that's touching your hoodie. Oh, it's just rubbing on the hoodie. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Because the oh, microphone okay, is actually is. where that white, where the volume right there. rocker yeah. is. That's exactly where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you, uh, have you seen, just speaking of, uh, you said you're from West Virginia, right? Oh, uh, will you repeat that? Yeah, are you from West Virginia? Is that what you said? Or was it Virginia? I halfway grew up in West Virginia, but uh, so we live on a tri-state. So like West Virginia and Kentucky have always been like 15 minutes from me, but right. I technically grew up in Ohio. Oh, okay. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw this documentary uh, called uh, Oceana, and it was just about the... Um, it was an epidemic of uh, like narcotics. It, it was specifically it was um, uh, opiates, so like Vicodin and and I yeah. guess uh, Oceana. Yeah. I, I want to say it's Oceana, West Virginia, but it could be it could be Virginia. I can't remember which state it was, but uh, but yeah, it was a fascinating documentary. It was insane. Oh, wow. It was like I think they said that it was to the point where the the top death the the death toll primarily was due to uh, opiates, but then um, the close second was uh, if you worked in the coal mines. But that's pretty much all you could do was go work in the coal mines yeah. and, and die at like thirty, or become an opiate addict and seller yeah. and die at thirty. Jeez, it was really grim, but it was right. a fantastic yeah. documentary. So there's a documentary on Netflix uh, called Heroin, and mm-hmm. that's actually about the city where we're from. It's uh, Huntington, West Virginia. We have like the highest opioid uh, like overdose per capita in the United States. Man. Um, yeah, so the population is 48,000, and it's projected that 12,000 people in the population Holy suffer through some form shit. of like addiction. That's nuts. 
What? No, uh, why yeah. do you think that uh, is? I mean, we hit. Uh, um. So it's also I forget what like article and like magazine or like news site or whatever has made it, but for like ten years in a row, we've been voted like the most depressing place to live in the nation. <laughs> oh, but it's also like super surrounded by like poverty and. Uh, we had a really big pill mill epidemic back in like the early 2000s of like even the small town I'm from, which is like 6,000 people, had like 13 pill mills at one time of which you could just go to these doctors and get 200 Percocets right, prescribed yeah. to you every month. And you could, right. go to, you could go to all 13 of these doctors. Right. And then when those got closed down, people had nowhere else to turn. So they swapped to heroin. So they go to heroin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's it's, nothing else you can do. And geez. it's kind of like a government made like problem and epidemic. Man. Oh, it really is, man. It really is. Dude, it's super sad to see. Super sad. I worked at a gas station for a long time. And I mean, even there, you were having someone overdose in the bathroom at least once every couple days. Right. God damn. I mean, I get it, dude. I've had a Vicodin before. They're they're dope. In August of 2017, I think it was, we made like national news too in our city because 28 people overdosed in four hours. Fucking Christ. Yeah, super fucking crazy shit. Seattle's getting really bad too. Yeah. The Northwest in general, like Portland's no fucking... Well, yeah, Clark County, where I'm from, that was considered the... I I don't even know if it is anymore, but it was considered the meth capital of the world. Mm. Um, All kinds of... Damn. Yeah, meth operations, and most people that died from it died making it. There were a lot of, like, meth lab explosions, and uh, it was... Yeah, we have have those around every once in a while. Yeah, those were sad because they would kill inhabitants of the house in which the lab was built, and sometimes that was children. Right. you know, individuals that had nothing mm-hmm. to do with the actual lab, and that was always really disheartening. Yeah. It's fucked. Uh, I read a fact the other day about our city that, like, I found super-duper disheartening that uh, there's this ha- a hospital called Cabell Huntington, and apparently one out of every ten uh, babies born is immediately going through withdrawals. Oh, fucking Christ. I think they touched on that in the documentary that I was just talking about. Yeah, they talk about how that's yeah. just, that's very common. It's like literally built in the, into the genetics of that town. Right. Dude, literally, it like literally. legitimately yeah. is. God damn it, man. That's so fucked. That's like what happened with like ancient China with uh, opium. <clears throat> right. They just yeah. became part of their makeup. <clears throat> so for decades after that, they they fought addiction. Shit's too good, man. It's too good. That's right. Mm. Woo! I got the hunger Shit's right whack. now. <laughs> like scratching my neck and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit is well, whack. Let's uh, stop talking about the darkness. For I know. The dark arts. Well, we were thinking about stuffing a couple of them pills in my butt. Yeah, right to it, man. <laughs> Get the Get party right the going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real trick. That's how the G's do it. That's how the G's do it. That is amazing. The whitest guy ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the G's do it. Yep. Um, I was just looking at some dates you had there, Nick. And you guys are playing, as you mentioned earlier, Philadelphia tomorrow night at the Glow Warehouse. That's exciting. What's the Glow Warehouse like? I've never heard of that venue. Uh, You're like, I don't it's know. actually, <laughs> I've never heard of that venue either. I guess you'll find <laughs> so out. We, we're, pr- we're pretty familiar with Philly, but I mean, we've always played like, the Fire Voltage Lounge and uh, Finn's Coffee in Westchester. Uh, we do re- we do really good in Philly, and we have a lot of friends in Philly. But uh, 
I've never worked with this promoter or this venue, so we'll see how it is. But I believe it's the venue's first show. Oh, wow. Well, shit. Good luck with that. And then after that, you're playing Pittsburgh and then Cincinnati. Who are you playing? Oh, yeah, we're not on the Cincinnati date. Oh, okay. That got Uh, Yeah, we have like a little Astra from the flyer. Gotcha. I wish we were on the Cincinnati date because Born and New is really tight. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, dude, I uh, love... They just uh, signed to Stay Sick. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a band here in this studio called Impulse that is signed to that label. That's uh, Mike's oh, yeah. band. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan here works with, with Rise Records, if we didn't mention that oh. earlier. Oh, right. right yeah, yeah I've, uh, I forgot about that. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, going on, uh, I think, like five years that I've been there. Um, so right yeah, I do a lot of ad mats, so I've kind of gotten, um, familiar with like certain venues in certain cities. Cause I'm always having to, like, I'm the dude sometimes that has to like map out the, you know, April 14th in Philadelphia, blah, blah, blah. And like, uh, and it's crazy. Cause like I used yeah. to, I used to tour, it was years ago. And, um, you know, there's some venues that are still around, like all the, the typical kind of spots, but then there's a bunch that pop up and I you're know. like, Oh, I never heard of that one. But then you do. 15 ad mats in a year that all have that venue and you're like that must be the new spot right. you know what are what I are some agree. venues that you that you dig because you guys have done a little bit of touring what's a like what's a spot that comes to mind that you like to play uh voltage lounge in philly is dope uh nyp in greensboro north carolina is cool uh spinelli's in louisville the coolest coolest little spot louisville hardcore is the most close-knit beautiful scene oh that's killer it's rad yeah i love how you say it to louisville yeah that's the right way to do it right you get like molasses yeah, with a, it that's right just spilling out your mouth <laughs> louisville <laughs> yeah i like that isn't that andy from the office yeah yeah it's, like, it's just <laughs> yeah. molasses spilling out your <laughs> dude you know life. someone's a true fan of the office when they can call stuff out like that because there are four know. billion episodes of that show well you know i'm a fucking oh me too dude, there's so many dude i've yeah. like i've watched it a couple times through but i always like whenever i watch a show like that a couple times through that means i turn it on before i go to bed so i'll watch a few episodes and then go all the way through it's too good and man. say i've watched it all the way through yeah, it, it's great. I mean, it thoroughly is great. Yeah, that in all honesty, that's the epidemic running through my house right now. It's not Vicodin, dude. It's fucking the office. <laughs> yeah, it's the office and friends it's like those two shows tearing that, that fucking house. Apart. I will give a caveat. Friends is a show that I hate and I love to make fun of. Yeah, every time it's on, it's like heroin. Yeah, I know. I'm, just, I'm sitting there. I'm laughing at shit. I should never laugh at. In fact, every time I laugh out loud or my wife laughs out loud, we both look at each other and we keep each other in check. Like, it's shame, hey, yeah. Hey there, yep. guy. Take it easy. Joey's not funny. <laughs> no, Joey really isn't funny, no, man. So st- <laughs> he's also a scumbag. He is, yeah. We need to call this out. He's like a terrible, terrible guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, borderline not rapey in any means he's but like for sure super he's responsible for at least three date rapes <laughs> for sure and he's okay with it and everyone's laughing about yeah, it he's just like hey i'm from new york you know i'm jo- by the way also a huge loser he's yeah. always broke he's well into his 30s yeah he has no prospects whatsoever 
God, I know. Stupid hair. Stupid. And he's also retarded. I know we're not supposed to use that word, but there's no other word to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, man. He's a he's a terrible guy. He's a fucking wreck. And girls like him. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, how you doing? And that gets him laid. I know. Was what that, the fuck? What the fuck? Different time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. If you had to be a character in Friends, Nick, which one are you? Ugh. I think I've maybe watched like three episodes of Friends <laughs> in my entire life. Oh, that's because cool, I don't think it's very good. Because you have a life. <laughs> well, shit, I want to hear from you even more on this then. Yeah, let's. <laughs> now I really want to know. <laughs> He's like, I'm Monica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you a name of anybody in there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's the toughest question to answer because those characters, especially when you compare it to the show, The Office, like how fucking two D right. are those characters? They're it's... all so stupid. <laughs> There's that's the fucking worst character development of any show ever, and it doesn't make any. And it's sense. massive. And look, if I you're if you're into The Office, all right, were you into Parks and Rec? You know, yeah. that's always where this conversation goes, and I and I fully Dude. admit that like I'm in the wrong for this, but I I just couldn't get into Parks and Rec, which is so weird. <laughs> you're totally in the wrong. It's just fucking. It's The Office outside. That's all that is. Yeah. I just need to I mean, watch really, it. I agree with you, Alan. I never really got into it either. My my wife loves it, so by proxy, I started to appreciate it more. I'm but gonna it, it get never, into it. Never it, hooked me. It, it's my goal for 2019 is just to get into it because I don't know anybody that doesn't like that show. Right. Right. I think a lot of it is like watching the first couple seasons straight through and then starting to see the character development yes, and like yeah. growing into an attachment. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Cause no show did that to me harder than the office. I mean, that is every character is my fucking best friend. I know all their greatest <laughs> fears and hopes and it's important. And I just don't have that yet with uh, parks and rec, but I will. I mm. feel the same way about Naruto actually. Oh yeah. I'm very much attached. I'm so attached to that show. What show? So you pronounce it Naruto? Naruto. I've heard like Naruto, whatever. It's oh, a fuck. it's a yeah anime show, right? I don't care enough. Yeah, it's anime. I started oh, watching that when I was like ten and just kept following into it. That shit's hotter now more than finished. ever. The, the dude that I share an office oh, with, sure is at Rise. He's all about that shit. I don't know if he watches that one, but he was just telling me about a couple that he watch. Watches. I don't get it. I've never I, understood anime. Yeah, I don't really get the appeal. I sort of there's been a, there's a couple shows that I've gotten addicted to that aren't anime but they're close to it so I sort of understand it I think I think I could get hooked on I like something. some of the movies like I love uh, some of the like I guess early 2000s late 90s like Howl's Moving Castle right was that was the dope. one I was gonna cite yeah. so fucking cool and then like all that have you watched uh, Spirited Away Spirited Away it's all the same guy right that yeah makes those movies he's cool I like those those movies are pretty cool but like yeah, anime is really incredible. No, it's not for me. I don't know. I think it's just something that like I still relate to from like being a kid and growing yeah. up on it. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. for me, that's like what, watching it. That's Simpsons for me. You know, me like too. yeah. I think if you try to get me in Simpsons right now and I'd never seen an episode, it just wouldn't happen. But yeah, you know, being ten years old and that being like a show that I didn't know that you love The Simpsons. Yeah, that's yeah, like one of my favorite things ever yep i love it Good i don't know. watch it i don't watch it religiously now right either do i but i i have my list of like classic episodes oh, yeah, and, totally yeah yeah ashley ashley's my wife nick every once in a while she'll just go on a simpsons marathon mm -hmm. and start watching <laughs> them all there's some great, great episodes. The movie so was good. killer, too. Yeah, it Loved really was. Spider pig. The yeah. video game was great. Yeah, the Fuck video game yeah. was cool. <laughs> it was dope. Was that it, PlayStation 
two? I want to say two. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah, I want to think. I'm thinking two. Yeah, yeah, because one would be way too old. I, I actually just yeah. recently, I do this thing where I try to, you know, when I graduate to a new uh, video game console. Like I'm a big PlayStation mm -hmm. guy, so I had the one, I had the two. I try to save them and even like a few of my yeah. favorite games and I like will le legit just store them, put them away and then, you know, seven years, eight years later, pull it out and and uh, and scope all the games out. And I legitimately forgot how horrific looking all of the first PlayStation one games are. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, like no. Siphon Filter and <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Like these are like Terrible. Final Fantasy seven. Oh, my God. Those human beings are just like. <laughs> They're just, <laughs> they're just well. They're almost unplayable bits. because yeah. it, it jumped from like you know like Mario Brothers, uh, Super or Nintendo One was just like super um, like cartoons basically. Yeah, just let's be real. Pixels. They're just pixels. Yeah, and then even like Super Nintendo and N sixty four. But when they did PlayStation One, like it it tr it tried to take the next step in graphics yeah. and, and like making people look like people mm -hmm. but they just didn't it just looked like a pile there's of no shit. detail like their eyes were just like dark spots like there wasn't yeah you didn't see like the shine of an eye it yeah but it's funny because as a kid i was like whoa this is like a movie i know and it couldn't <laughs> yeah. have been further from a fucking movie know. you know or is that happening to us now right or have we I reached mean, a point where it's like because i mean you can only get so much better like you know, every t there's a high definition TV cannot get any better. Right? How could it possibly get better than it is now? It's I know it looks better than real life. There's got to be diminishing returns. Extra pixels. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can only add so much resolution. We're at a point now That's where right. we we are at f like fourth. Like our resolution is four thousand pixels. So I'm at, at yeah. Rise. I'm an art director at Rise. So I'm I'm in Photoshop all the time. So like resolution and and image size is like a huge part of my job. And I mean, album artwork and T-shirt designs, all that shit, like high resolution in that world is 300 pixels. Damn. So we are at 4000 for, you know, fucking TVs that and then, you know, you have the whole LED, OLED and all this fucking these weird refresh rates and shit. Like, I can't really imagine how it gets much better. And honestly, some of those like three, four thousand dollar TVs that are just chilling at Best Buy. They actually hurt my eyes because they're like so sharp, so bright that my right. eyes, my eye sees it. And it's like this looks better than real life, which is confusing. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, who knows? I don't maybe I, I need to get LASIK. That's something I've been talking to some people hey. about lately. Have you done that yet? No. Uh, I have some like family members who did that. Oh, nice. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because my eyes. And are, I mean. They all say shit. it's like the move. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were all super satisfied. Yeah, and they've been. I mean, the thing is, LASIK has been around for fucking ever. It's like fifteen years now, and yeah. uh, it's cheaper than it's ever been. I mean, the technology is is more solid than it's ever been. My father-in-law just did it. He loves it. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. I need to just get it done. I guess it's like ten minutes. I keep thinking it's like three hours of is a hot right? laser in your eye. It's like ten minutes. Oh wow! A lot of people are going home that day. But how much is it? I've heard everything from $900 if you want to be a fucking crazy guy and get that shit on Groupon or uh, you go to like <laughs> go to a, a legit spot and it's like 1500 per eye. Okay. I which I feel like that's what I would do. I don't need like, you Seems know. Like your eyes are worth 1500. For sure. Yeah, I don't want to be in some dude's van and he's just, you know, 
Got a laser pointer in my eye. So you're a technology guy, Alan. Yeah. And, and you're young, Nick, so you know things that this 35-year-old yeah. dinosaur doesn't know. <laughs> Have you watched the show Black Mirror? Have you yep. watched that yet? Uh, a little bit. Well, there's an episode where in this this reality in the future, they have like cameras in their eyes. Did you watch that one yet, Alan? Maybe. Yeah, like the- yeah it's fucked. Fucked, man. Like think think of what that would mean. Well, if that's kind of everywhere you go, you can play it back. That's what Google Glass was supposed to be, right? Right. But these are like little contacts. And, oh, okay, yeah. And they're like super legit, but. Uh, the, the ramifications of it just like destroys our society. Yeah. It's so fucked. <laughs> oh my God. As a dude that's not running around doing really sketchy shit, I support that. Like, put, well, put how, that shit in my eye. I was going to ask, how, how far away do you think we are from that? Oh, geez, not far. Right? Not 20 far. 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, from the technology yeah. being perfected, I think 20 years is, yeah. We'll see it sooner, but it won't be dope for probably, yeah, 15, 20 years. I don't think it'll be like a national implication yeah, until yeah. like maybe 30 years. Right. Damn, that's terrifying. I think how, that's fair. How old are you, Nick? 22 going on 23. Oh, dokie, that's simply too young. Oh, man. I didn't I didn't remember that that was a thing. I know. What? What does that even mean? 22. 1996. That's yeah, what that means. That's legit. Done. 96. Done with the show. 96, man. 96. Bada bing. I was in seventh grade in 1996. Yeah. 1996. <laughs> I was in fourth. I was in uh, Mrs. Coe's class. I was touching girls' boobies Damn. and skateboarding and yeah. listening to punk rock. Damn. Shit, man. I remember in fourth the grade. The 90s sounded so great. They were the best time ever. Yeah, they they Not were lie. they were badass. Really, in fourth really grade, was. I got a quick story. All kinds of dope Nautica jackets. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That, Odd fucking colors. It was mm-hmm. insane. Uh, Dude, it's so sick. The fashion of the 90s was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, at the time, at the time, it was decent. Ten years later, it was considered trash. And I think we're just far enough away from it now to where we kind of look back and we're like, all right, we had some things right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be happier like, that snapbacks came back. Because for the longest time, those it's like, uh, right now. those those fucking hats that were, you know, like seven and three eighths. I and know. That shit was annoying. Uh, yeah, fuck fitted caps. Yeah, fuck them. You would, you would always get it wrong. And I was like, those snapbacks were the shit. And not just snapbacks, but the 90s ones specifically that had the, like, grass green underbill. Yes, yes. Those are the Mother shit, fucker. dude. Yeah. Like, every angel's hat I had as oh a kid Oh, my had God. Those. Ugh. I couldn't. I, I felt like the universe legit answered prayers when those became cool again. Yeah, because I was like, that, See, those Nick, were my favorite things about the Nick. 90s. You got to understand that in our our time growing up, you were a fucking nerd <laughs> if you had a snap back hat like <laughs> in high school and shit. Oh, I, for sure. I don't know. I just said high school. <laughs> accentuated school. High school. Yep. Um, yeah. I uh, I had a fourth grade teacher uh, tell me what was the exact quote. It was like. History repeats itself, so that like applies to any like trend, whether it be like music or fashion, absolutely, or war trends or yeah. anything like that. So like I've always like kind of stuck that in my head growing up. I think that like it really applies throughout, like especially like culture based things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Like if something was popular, it will be popular again. Look at like eighties pop. Like, right, that's huge right huge now. Huge retro, all the nineties fashion. Yeah, 90s, vaporwave. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, look at vinyl. Jesus Christ, I know. vinyl yeah. sales are up sixteen hundred percent or some shit. It's insane. Well, now it's like bands 
Well, it makes sense. Too. You just do digital and vinyl. Yeah. That's all you got to do now. Yep. Who the fuck wants a CD? What would you even do with a CD? I think cassettes are hella popular nowadays. Yeah, too. they are. Yeah, yeah cool. for sure. I sound great. Too, I want to say that, yeah, I think cassette sales, for the most part, are higher than... Uh, than CD too. CD sales are just like they're drastically low now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but you know, in twenty years, are our, our CDs going to be like what vinyl is now? Is it going to come back and be like, oh Absolutely yeah, will be. fuck, yeah. I remember these. Let's fucking buy some of these. Yep. God, you remember having to like Walkmans, polish them, we'll dude, a Walkman. Yeah, dude, I used to walk around with a Walkman, and Here. I walked around with a goddamn Discman. So did I. Yeah, with the bass boost. Button. I honestly was too young for a Walkman, but I remember people talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same with like pagers and shit. Like you didn't ever have like a pager or a beeper, right? No, yeah. I've seen like pictures of like family members mm-hmm. with them, but that's I, about I it. Yeah, dude. me and my friend I had I mean, a flip phone. It meant nothing. I remember those. You just page each other for no reason whatsoever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I know you know, it was. Yeah, I don't think pagers are coming back. Pagers and beepers were, the, if you think about it, oh it's just God. the wackiest shit ever because it's like worse than a text message. Because at least a text message, I can yeah. say, I can say, "What's up, dude? I'm in trouble. Come help me." No, but just a page is just like, "Hey, something, something's." <laughs> That's happening. all that means. And then you get like nine one one. Yeah. And then everything turned into nine one one. Right. Right. Yeah. For sure. You're like, "What's up, man?" And like, oh, "I just, uh, you, I knew you'd call me if." I yeah. Did yeah. That. God damn it, dude! Your your beeper thing said nine one one. What's up? Yeah, dude, I'm fucking starving. Do you have like a Nutrigrain bar or like, <laughs> what is up? It's like, dude, that's not an emergency. What are you doing? Okay, wait. So I got to figure this out. You said you're 22, 23? Yeah. 22. So when did the 22. first iPhone come out? Is that 2008? I think it's like 2008 or nine. When? I'm going to look it if up. If I'm not mistaken. I had looked that up a couple months ago, actually, because I was I arguing with somebody. I did two, and somebody. I already forgot. iPhone 1. I think it's like 2008 or 9. Okay, June 29th, 2007. Okay. The actual release. Oh. Um, so we'll just say, just round it up to 2008, because that's when people actually started to use it. Right, I right. <laughs> um, so how old were you in 2008? So 12? 12. Yeah, 12 years old. 12. What? That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, your entire—I'm I'm about to lose my Dude. fucking mind. I'm gonna catch this building on grade. fire. Dude, so since you've been using a phone, <laughs> it's only been an iPhone or better. Yeah. Uh, no. I so oh, he had I a flip phone, he got. I had a flip phone when I was like 11, and then it went to like how retro of him. One of the how cute. One of the phones that like slid up for like the full keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like sidekicks? Well, uh, yeah, something like that. It was like some form of LG something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really, I don't really recall. And then that I had that until I was like fourteen, and then I got an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Damn. the fact that you had a phone, yeah, at all before you were yeah. fourteen, is so oh. hard for people my age and older to even comprehend. And uh, that's uh, just fucking. It was a blessing. I mean, listen, I got, I have a thirteen-year-old brother, and it's it's wild because he. He's got a phone, right? Yeah, he'll just be in class. This is like one of the trippiest things to me. He'll just be in class and he's like, yo, fuck this class. I'm so bored. And he will text a friend that's in another class. Right. And they can just bullshit or they can like plan where to meet up. Dude, if my degenerate piece of shit friends had fucking iPhones oh, in high yeah. school, we would get nothing Like done. how do teachers compete with that? We like, would just be watching <laughs> porn. The whole school and... can communicate behind your back yeah, and like man. think about cheating on tests and shit. That shit's so Dude, easy. I now. jacked off in science class once. Yeah. In class. Dang. That's <laughs> a real, real story. That's real a story. class to do it in. That, that's a real story? It's a real story. 
That actually happened. You can't jerk off in math class, Can you tell dude. that story? I just did. I mean, I just... <laughs> this is a oh. podcast. It's going on to the there world. There it is. Where did you... So wait, time out. Where'd you nut? Just like up into... Just oh, all right, over yourself? Right and the then you'd walk around like a psycho? No, I jacked off on the floor. Oh, okay. I was wearing shorts. It was like right before Hell summer. Yeah. Oh, you were that kid. And this girl, I'm not going to say her name, was there. She wasn't really a part of it, but she was around. Yeah. She knew I was doing it. And my other friend, who was a girl... Dang. was aware of it not a part of it not helping me but also yeah. kind of a part of it holy um, shit and then like that's you know, weird that's yeah, super weird we were weird kids, that's man. super weird dude <laughs> creepy as fuck but we all would do like weird shit you know yeah. we would, we'd one up each other like oh yeah we'll fucking I'll take a shit over here like just <laughs> gross gross I, we're absolute degenerate fuckheads so I'm <laughs> yeah. really glad that we didn't have iPhones that's tight damn dude repent? yeah we should repent. Is that what you said? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> You're going to hell for that one. Oh, God, yeah. Man. Is repent slang for cum? Because, like, he might be down. <laughs> <laughs> he might be, dude, I'll, I'll fucking I'll repent fucking right repent. now, I'll dude. I'll repent in your face, bro. Wait, that's not a sentence you should say. <laughs> bro. I'll come in your face, bro. <laughs> I'll do it. You're, like, aggressively gay. Yeah. I'll fuck you right now, dude. <laughs> I'll show you how much I love you. Um... Damn. Other than being 22, what's uh, what's one of your favorite things to be doing right now? What are you into? Um, I I recently got into like working with some, I guess close associates slash friends. Uh, right. So the guys we've been shooting videos with uh, since 2015, I've been working on set with them and kind of interning and learning the ropes of like lighting and productions. Oh, cool! So that's been super cool. So you're into kind of video production work kind of stuff? Yeah, slightly. I mean, I'm ju I just do like production assistant stuff and like it's became like an income and a job for me. So that's been kind of cool. I wouldn't say like I'm a photographer or a videographer by any means, but. Sure. But you're learning. I'm learning some ropes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's step one is just insert yourself into the situation, marinate in it, you know? Absolutely. Right. And th they've been uh They've been doing some cool shoots, too. Uh, they just did an Attila video. Um, they assisted on it. They didn't direct it. And they just uh, assisted on a Def Jam rapper's work, too. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. As yeah, well. so that's super cool stuff. Now, are you going to learn, like, the post-production stuff, like editing? and? I mean, maybe. You should, Maybe. Man. You should. I mean, it's de it, dude, it's, it'll, it'll come so, like, I just have a list of so many things I need to learn. Yeah. Because, like... Well, good thing you're young. I really, obviously, need to, like, focus some attention into Photoshop and learning things like that. Right. Uh, just for the sake of, like, making day sheets and things yeah. and flyers. For sure. in a I band, up. that's never going to hurt. Dude, it's never going to hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to... I don't know. I just... I get caught up in trying to learn 20 things at once. Yeah. And, uh, I, lately, I've been trying to, like, actually set goals and motivate my motivate myself to actually stick to like one thing until I get yeah, good at it. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that I mean that's the trick. That's fucking where I'm at, you know. I've I couldn't got, imagine like being his agent in the time that he's in now. Yeah. If you got ADD like we all three clearly have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no way like I would be a disaster. It's tough. Well, it's cuz the the world is just it gets more and more dope. It gets more and more like so many things you can do. Mm -hmm. To where, like, when I was 15, I wasn't worried about Photoshop because I didn't know about that shit until I was probably Nick's age. And then I'm like, all right, let's figure this shit out. And that really, a lot of that only be 
it kind of came of necessity because I was in a band that we needed merch. We needed flyers. Like we didn't know who the right. fuck to go to. So I just figured out for, I figured all that shit out myself and I just had no idea that, um, it could create a potential career, you know, uh, you just do it from necessity and then it, it takes you wherever the fuck it takes you. But you know, yeah, like I said, step one is just getting involved and just knowing what you want to do. There's so many people that I know people that are like 40 years old that are like, I just don't know what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And it's like, Dude, that holy shit blows shit. my fucking mind. Yeah. It's crazy. I, Cause I've never identified right. with those kind of people. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I have the opposite yeah. problem, if anything. Me too. You know. Yeah, no, I have a list of too many things that I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but, then the, tri the trick becomes not not giving twenty things ten percent of yourself, right? Or yeah. five percent of yourself. You know, that's that's kind of where I, I find myself sometimes, and I just gotta I gotta bail on something and and put more focus into what I know is more important. That's why people like uh, like Joe Rogan, for example. Yeah. We have to mention him every podcast. Apparently. Yeah, why not? But uh, he, have you guys seen the video of him uh, interviewing himself? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. one of the best things ever. He's like, <laughs> it's so he's, good. yeah, it's that so shit's good. brilliant. He's becoming like best friends with himself. Um, <laughs> no, I just it's crazy how how much he does. Yeah, and you and like you were just saying, giving ten percent to twenty things is a really bad thing to do. But somehow he's doing a hundred percent to twenty things. Like that's right. What the fuck is he getting up at two in the morning and goes to bed at one in the morning? Well, yeah. Well, I think part of it is time management, and the right. other part of it is what you and I have discussed, kind of our Achilles heel being, which is being present. Yeah. Which we're yeah. Both I think I think he's able to like. I mean, dude, I thought about this today because I was just listening to one of his most recent podcasts. Is him with two fucking biochemist dudes that. They We're essentially, arguing? Yeah, they want to debate. I know. And it's so funny because the only reason I'm listening to that horse shit yeah. is because I went to listen to the the following podcast, which was with this comedian, Ron, Ron White. It's exact same story. Dude, me. and he opens that podcast. Ron White goes, dude, you look tired. And yeah. Joe goes, oh, I just had this fucking hour and a half long uh, thing, this, this episode. It was just a debate between two guys and they were just mocking each other. And I was like, eh, pause. I got to go listen to two adults mock each other. Especially yeah. like two dudes with like <laughs> insane degrees, really intelligent guys. They use so much hate and animosity between yeah, those two. Yeah, it's, that it's was so insane. crazy. But he's sitting there the whole time fully present and yeah. like really giving a fuck. And that is special. That's a skill that uh, I don't have because I would have half an hour in, I would have been like, fuck this. I would I know. just kicked him out. And Every just... once in a while, Jamie will pan back to him, and he hasn't moved. Yeah, exactly. He's in the <laughs> same perfect posture, and he's just staring at the guy. It's it's a skill to like. Joe Rogan is the Superman of giving a fuck, and that is, I think, the thing with my generation is that it became really cool at some point to not give a fuck. I hate that. And what by the way. what happened yeah. with that was it created it. a lot of non-present motherfuckers that are just like, I don't even give a shit. Apathy. Yeah, and then that becomes like the cool like punk rock thing to do. And uh, it it ends up kind of fucking us. Like we're yeah we're kind of worse off for it. Absolutely. And I, actually, I would argue that our generation, in some ways, is worse than yours, Nick. Mm -hmm. Like the my generation is going to be great. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually so. do agree because you guys, <laughs> you you're you're very compassionate. You actually give yeah. a fuck about the world around you. Like when people start coming. Yeah, I'm now, really excited for what my will do whenever like I am the too. old heads are out yeah yeah that's for really sure. good to hear man because i i'm i'm tired of people shitting on the younger generation now yeah it's like dude, dude these, these 100 agree doing some great shit i hope it seems like it 
Now, I think the generation right before yours were a pile of shit. Like the mm -hmm. quote millennials, but now the ones like earlier than millennials seem to be, you know, kind of getting their shit together. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. And to have apathy in the way that our generation specifically did. And, and again, that's not to say that younger people don't have this since it wasn't just our generation. Older people have it too. But if you're apathetic or completely like outright complaining about the situation we're in today, that's that's really tough for me to take. Yeah. You are arguably in one of the best societies in human existence. Like it's it's too good to even be alive right now that people are just coming up with uh, things to complain about. Oh yeah, it's Crazy. nuts. Things are fucking incredible. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, uh, Nick. Uh, yep. Homeboy from Revival had mentioned um, what's his name? Oh, Kevin. Kevin with Revival had mentioned that you guys have a release coming out this year. I don't know if he meant something that was already yeah. out or is this something that's coming? Um, so we have an EP coming and I don't know if I'm not supposed to say what it's called, but it's called Piss Poor. Um, and we're announcing it really, 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 really shortly after this podcast airs. This is a stateside like really podcast exclusive, guys. Hell yeah. All right. But it, it announces super duper soon with, uh, I mean, we're announcing the record, we're announcing a tour, we're announcing a music video, and putting out a single all in the same day. That is a day that is really soon. A day to remember, dude. That's dope. That is dope. Now, uh, how many songs are you guys doing? Uh, there's seven. Sick. 26 minutes and 21 seconds of riffs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the perfect selling line right there. That's awesome. That gets man. me into it for sure. James showed me some stuff, dude, and I'm I'm a massive every time I die fan. So fuck yes. All all of those parts of it I was super into. But I can also tell that there's something unique to it as well. Like I'm I'm interested. Thank you. I want to listen to all of it, which I'm I'm probably gonna do tonight because I'm gonna try. I'll to go ahead and I'll go ahead and email it to you after this podcast. Oh, dude, that would be fucking so huge. I gotta yeah. lift weights tonight, and I don't want to. And I feel like your guys' music will be perfect. Yes, cool. Throw, yeah. throw a weight right through the fucking ceiling. Yeah, dude, yeah, I am uh, so happy to hear that younger bands are, are doing or making music like this. It's, it's super dude, exciting. It's just all. It's just the music that I like personally. Like grew up on, and like combined with my bandmates, like a couple of my bandmates literally like they didn't even get into like hardcore metalcore anything like that they were into like 80s rock and thrash metal and that's it right right and that's just like what they grew up on so it like translated into the riffs they write yeah do the fact that kids are even in rock bands at all in any subgenre is great for me because if you look yeah. if you look at instagram youtube whatever media that's out there like the only thing coming your way is hip-hop for the most part. Right, right. And it's 90%. I, 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 love, I personally love hip-hop so much. Oh, me too. We, we Both of us do too. But like, it's uh, that's my point though. If that's all you're seeing coming your way, at least in the big mainstream, it's it's cool that like that still lives in the suburban psyche to, to join I a band. I think that like the, like the hip-hop rage around like 
why everybody is coming out with hip hop projects these days is just because of how easy it is to do. Right. Like you don't have to find five people to start a band with that agree. you happen to share the same beliefs with and you don't have to spend $400 a day to record. I would you agree. can spend a hundred bucks to on a homie who has a MacBook and logic and any mic and knock out a whole mixtape in a day if you'd want to. Yeah. That's how so many dudes have gotten started. Yep. Dude, absolutely. And it's just like, I, uh, I personally make beats and sell them to a lot of like the local homies and, uh, Dude, there's so many of them. Yeah. There's so many, like, and you wouldn't think it for, like, local Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia scene, but I could name 44 or 45 people who are actually decent putting out rap stuff. Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. I mean, the the barrier to entry is so much smaller now. Yeah, there's there's not as many gatekeepers either. No, it's great. Like you go, you go to like into like any like of the like rock subgenre or metal subgenre like scenes, and like you have the gatekeepers who are like the scene guardians of you need to fit in with our crowd if you want to come to our shows. Yeah, and there isn't that with hip hop kids as much. Yeah, and I'm also loving. Uh, there's a guest we've had on two times now. His name is Finn McKenty, and he does a YouTube show called the Punk Rock MBA, which I highly recommend. And he basically just... Hell yeah. That he, shit slaps. You know what that is? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I watched. I found it the other day and watched oh, like cool. 10 of those videos. Yeah, Finn's the man. Finn's he's, just always killing it. I haven't told one best. person about that shit and have them be like, what is that? Another, Everybody knows it. what it is. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely taken He's off. a monster. Yeah. Um, dude, but it's he, so he, insightful. So yeah. insightful. And he just... He always brings this up, but he did a video recently that kind of tackled this subject even in more depth. And he's talking about how like elitist people can be with, with their genre, especially metal, hardcore, that kind of subgenres, and how judgmental you can be like, Oh, this fucking band sold out. They're not punk rock anymore. We've all been there. We've heard that shit growing up, but the scene that like is really embracing people seems to be hip hop. And, you know, kids like fucking Lil Zanny, who I do not like, but he's got his thing going. I fuck with Lil Zanny. No, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of people your age do. And the cool thing about him is he's he's wearing like like really obscure uh, like thrash metal band yeah. t-shirts and fucking. That's so cool to me. And a, and a yeah, lot of those uh, rappers are doing he had, that. He had a picture in a No Zodiac uh, like toboggan, which was dope. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he wears Slayer shit, Emperor shit. Like, yep. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, and how, uh, like, Bring Me the Horizon is taking, like, the, his name is escaping me, but the, Ollie? the rapper. Oh. No, uh, um, I don't one. remember, but they're taking one of those kind of SoundCloud kids on tour with him. Oh, okay. And it was like a big to-do, but. Well, they had fucking Rozell on one of the tracks, uh, that yeah. track called Heavy Metal. Rozell, the. The, the fucking beatbox the rapper beatbox guy, guy. Yeah. yeah right yeah, he's fucking awesome by the way yeah the shit he did with bjork some of the craziest music i've ever heard yes yeah Crazy. dude my favorite track on that album might be it's like the most surprising thing to me that i like it but it's uh i think it's track three it's the one with uh uh what is it grime is that or grimes i can't um, remember but it's like the most edm track on the album the bjork one <laughs> I don't think well I don't think Bjork's on the album. It is a female though. No, I'm sorry. What artist though? Uh 
Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, gotcha. Their new, new yeah show? on Amo. It's uh right. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. Nihilist Blues, yeah, with Grimes. That fucking song, dude, so good. And I can't believe that that's what I'm into. Well, I don't it's know. so cool that, like, yeah, and I agree. I, I can't believe I like that record either. But um, I just think it's it's so smart of them to do. I mean, they're they're staying relevant, and in in the end, they are they will win. Yeah, the people oh, yeah. that are absolutely and more judgmental. They they tend to talk shit about Bring Me in the Eyes and they tend to talk shit about those rappers. It's like, hey, old guy, fucking, what mm-hmm. do you think's happening here? Look yeah. around you. Pearl Jam is not a fucking band anymore. I, mean, I guess they are. But <coughs> like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, Kurt I know. Cobain died a thousand years ago. Kurt Cobain died two years before this kid was born. Yeah, I know. It's wild. <laughs> I was in fifth grade when he died. When I was in L.A. I was reincarnate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Part of what I had to do in LA was um, this town hall meeting for, for BMG, and uh, one of the one of the artists with them is uh, Allison Chains, and like they just released a new album, and right, it's doing pretty well. It's just so it's it's crazy. There are still those bands that are yep like doing their thing, but oh, absolutely. I also don't feel Allison Chains never stopped. No, no, never. They Dude, they have slapped all the way through. They really have. Yeah, they're like one of my favorite bands of all time. Top, so top ten for sure. Yeah, so they're, so good. they're legendary. I know, and like really, yeah, they came. They came from that '90s grunge Northwest yep. scene mm-hmm. where like a lot of bands were a part of that scene. But no one really sounds like Alice in Chains, right? And they never will. That right. weird yeah, minor the harmonies, harmonies they come out with is oh, nuts. so good, so fucking good. Uh, what what kind of bands do you like from that era? The '90s, like Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, fucking Rage Against the Machine, Tool. What what super what band into all super into all of those bands. Okay. Um, Stone Temple Pilots is a huge influence. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, what is that one band? The Wallflowers. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. S- super cool to me. Super it was cool. a good time for music, man. See, that's another trippy thing it's about really about his generation is that like they because they had I know. access to internet and like iPhones at fourteen and shit, they can actually grab more than our generation could at I his agree. age. I agree because we didn't know bands in what the eighties the way right. that they know about bands in the nineties. Yep, yeah. Well, like I grew up on a lot of eighties bands, but literally only because. But like what eighties bands? Oh, fucking. Like metal bands, yeah, Wasp and oh, Judas that's Priest. Your, your father-in-law, just because right? of my stepdad. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I'm your stepdad. Yeah, that's right. But, but if yeah, I didn't have know, him, I would have been bands. fucked. But it's like nowadays, you know, like my little brother's 13. He can just sit on the internet and Google heavy metal bands 1980s yep. and know more than me in like fucking two weeks. Exactly. Yeah, I was lucky enough too of like getting a start into those bands and like that genre of music by like my family. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. My mom was really into like Linkin Park and Census Fail and the Deftones and things. That's dope, man. So that that really transitioned and translated into my taste. Yeah. Love Deftones. Deftones are another band <laughs> so that's good. still out there doing it. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I actually just, speaking of Bring Me the Horizon, I just saw them, or I saw Ollie post, I hope my band is as cool as Deftones one day. Oh, we lost him. Oh, no. Is that what that was? Yeah. She. I'll just call him back real quick. Only thing that's oh, you were on your computer that whole time. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. How'd you get up and walk around? It's a laptop, old guy. That's how. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> the future, dude. Good old MacBook. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's just do a quick wrap up with you because you got to run anyway. Um, you're you're doing more time than you had to, and we appreciate that. No, I appreciate y'all. It's been a super cool experience. Yeah, I think after this, we're just gonna do some current events and a movie pick. So I think we'll just do that after we wrap with you. All right, um, cool. But yeah, let's uh, let's wrap her up again. You have an EP coming out. Um, when when ish? Because this is this episode is gonna drop on Monday, Nick. So okay. by then, you will have announced it officially, right, to people? No. No? Oh, no. okay. Not, n- not just yet. Okay. Uh, is that okay that we release this episode with that knowledge out to the world? Prior yeah, to I don't you? care. Yeah, because it's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, if anything, you're just, you're teasing it. It's going to make people more stoked. Yeah, I don't care. You know how podcasts are too. I mean, it's like a, a trickle download. It's not like everyone jumps on it the first day. It'll, right. be, it'll be like throughout that week and month, people will download your episode. Um, okay, cool. Well, do you know when it's coming out then? I mean, can we talk about that now? I will say that it is not technically in the summer, but it is very late spring. Okay. Mm. Nice. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. But you're but you're gonna send it to me sooner. I'll send it to you right now. Hell yeah. And then we're gonna <laughs> ruin everything for you guys. And we're gonna leak it, right? Is that we're that's Hell the plan? No. Oh shit. No, I'm getting what I need. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> they so gotta I'm wait. On this they shit. gotta wait till summer or some shit. That's their problem. Yeah, exactly. You got yours. Not right? quite summer. Okay. Oh, End not, of spring. Not quite summer. I'll be bumping it tonight. So. Who, Dude, uh, it slaps. I'm not trying to talk myself up, but it slaps. Oh, I believe it. The little bit that I've heard that James showed me, yeah, I fully believe it. By the way, Nick, you're the only person I've ever met that says slaps like that. That's pretty cool. Really? It's yeah. it, it's That's, hot lingo with the kids. That, yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Does your little your little brother do that? I mean, I know guys like my age that actually do. Let's say that slaps. It's yeah, it's definitely less common. It's it's more with the younger folk. Shit, man. Yeah, that shit slaps. That's the first time this has happened. Is this what Damn. my parents went through? Yeah, probably. <laughs> wow. Probably. Wow. That's pretty neat. How about, do kids stay neat anymore? Or neato? Swell? Yeah. Uh, neat. Definitely. Not neato. I like saying neat in the most plain white guy way possible. Yeah. Just <laughs> see if people notice. Like, that's really neat. Yep. That's a neat band. That's probably going to become cool. You know, just like oh, a I lot know. of... Like nineties fashion. Repeats itself. Yeah, dude. Nineties lexicon. It's gonna be the same shit. Rad came back. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My I dad use rad every day. Love yeah, my rad. dad thinks that's so funny that all of us say rad all the time. Mm-hmm. What are you, yeah. like 80s surfer from Orange County? What's yeah. going on here? Or bummer. I say bummer, bummer. constantly. My, yeah. my dad still says dig it a lot. Like, can you dig it? Oh wow. Is, or bitchin'. He's bitching a lot. See, with can you dig it, I just think about Booker T, because I was a big wrestling fan. <laughs> right, right. Like WCW. <laughs> like that was his slogan. Damn. Alrighty. Uh what else do I want to ask you? Oh, who produced your EP? Uh Nick Ingram at Capitol House Studios in yeah. Columbus, Ohio. I know Nick Ingram. So Nick's cool. great. Yeah, Nick's uh the man. He's done some cool shit. Yeah, uh, he's definitely done a lot of cool shit. Uh, he says daddy a lot. <laughs> okay. It's a little creepy. What, is that, what yeah. does that mean? Give me context. Um, 
he just when recording with Nick Ingram, he refers to himself as daddy a lot. Okay. That's about it. I mean, that's <laughs> that's, that's some Theo Vaughn shit. Oh, I watched the sorry. Theo Vaughn hot ones. He he says daddy within like the first three minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting to track with him because you spend like an hour and a half in the vocal booth. And after every take, he says something about like, make daddy harder. Yeah, right. 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 Okay, so it's a thing. <laughs> or like like a good take or a bad take. Right. Yeah, I imagine it's you guys having... I imagine you guys having to call him that, too. Being like, oh, I fucked up. Can you just punch me in after the chorus, daddy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> so you lean into it a little bit. Yeah. I'd play along for sure. I'd yeah. play with his dong for um, sure. Definitely <laughs> a lot of Budweiser drink at his place. That's cool. That's killer. That yeah. sounds fun. I don't personally really drink. I don't really personally drink, but... uh all my bands really, 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 really drinks. It's like, I don't drink, but I shoot heroin. <laughs> right, <laughs> guys? Yeah. <laughs> right into my dick. Uh, uh, stay away from drugs. <laughs> Dude, stay away from drugs. Drugs are bad. It's so true. Learn that firsthand. Really They're also pretty cool. But yeah, they are bad. Stay away from them. Yeah, you can't get into bad. drugs because you're going to get addicted to Photoshop and like hard work and video production. <laughs> I already had like my drug thing. Like, I had like a two year stint with cocaine, so oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm kind, I'm kind of over it. Like that one will grab people. Alan, man. you ever done coke? One time. No, okay. Yep. One it's, time. Uh, I did it every day. For shout two out years. Tony from American Me. It was his fault. Of course. From put him, him put him hard on blast right now. Shady asshole. Yep. No, just guy like. <laughs> He's a good dude. He, yeah, was I, he was probably wearing something with camo on it, and then he was like, "Yo, hit this." Well, it's one of those drugs where you're like. Yeah, but it's so hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's one of those drugs where uh, you understand why, like, rock stars do it. Right. So, oh, absolutely. Because it's so cool. It yeah, yeah. It feel cool. You can, like, retain things. You feel like you're, I don't know, you know? You I just, felt more productive. more productive. As I used it. Yeah. But uh, it just gets one of those things of, like, and it's not, like, a chemically addictive thing. Like, you're not going to have, like, cocaine withdrawals, really. Right, mm -hmm. right. But, like... You do cocaine for every day for like a couple months, and then it turns into you do a lot of cocaine every day for a couple of years. Yeah, your tolerance is also up. really, really unhealthy. It's yeah, very yeah, scary. it's terribly unhealthy. And I would go like three or four days without sleep and things like exactly. that. And Damn, so bad for your heart. Oof. Yeah, Oof. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it, man. I just kind of stomped around a venue, uh, shouting and like opening and closing my hand ferociously. See, then you did some shitty ass. Coke. I probably did. Ajax yeah, Coke. I hated it. Because it shouldn't be like all cracked out. You should like, there yeah, is a little euphoria more, to it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a euphoric. Not thing. that I know. I wouldn't know from personal experience. <laughs> right. This is allegedly from what I've read, yeah. and seen in documentaries. It's honestly nothing that crazy, in my opinion. I think that's I what like got me into it. Is like exactly. it wasn't that crazy of right. like, dude. I've like always said that you're doing Molly. That's yeah, so funny yeah. you say that. I've always said that. Well, there's that a sense of like safety with like, yeah. well, it's only gonna last like 15, 20 minutes. It's not. Right. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. So you're like, sure all right. Not. And that's how it pulls Yeah, then you in. start railing like Graham lines and things. <laughs> right, and it becomes yeah. a different story. <laughs> you know why you know why it is actually addictive? Because you're right. There isn't like it's not like opiates or other drugs that actually have like a chemical, physical addiction. Um, it it's so addicting because you start correlating good things happening around you with being high on this substance. In other yeah, words, well, like, I mean, even like the perceived amount of confidence. You exactly. Have. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> that great conversation I had. Um, and then when I look back on it, it was cause I was super fucking high on Coke. Yeah. yeah. The rad yeah. song I wrote, that fucking script I wrote, that conversation I had, whatever. 
Like you just start correlating it with that feeling. So why would you want to stop that feeling? Yeah, exactly. Have you seen, yeah, have uh, you seen that movie Limitless? Yeah, dude, that movie fucked me up because fuck me up. I, I got, want that drug so bad. I got so sad at the end of that movie because I'm like, oh yeah, this is a movie. It's not Doesn't real. Doesn't exist. I can't go procure <laughs> that. Drug. I think Adderall is probably as close as you can get to that limitless drug. For sure, yeah, but yeah. it's still not the same though, right? <laughs> Hell, no. Adderall is still wild. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, you got to be careful with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like I'm I like got diagnosed with ADHD when I was like 13. Started mm-hmm. taking Adderall. Right. And. uh yeah, that stuff's wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, if you abuse it like the degenerate fucks that we all are, then yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Well, it depends on dosage and shit too. I know. Like I've done yeah. five milligrams, and it's like, oh, this is you know, this is neat, cool. cool. But I I know people that have done. Then you do thirty. Yeah, thirty at a time, mm-hmm. twice a day, so sixty in a day. That's bananas. I can't fucking Dude, imagine. I that. know two people that have lost, and, and I don't say this lightly lost their fucking minds yeah while taking it was either adderall or ritalin one of the two and uh my buddy his little brother got so bad he took so much in a short amount of time <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing but he he actually told so my buddy tom his little brother this his little brother told tom that he thought he had died oh wow and so he was talking to tom from the afterlife Jesus. Tom went to his little brother's bedroom and he was just like laying on the bed. He didn't move for like 48 hours. He just laid there. His shit just got broken. He just got fucking broken oh. in, in like the worst way. We saw him and we went and visited him. Like, hey man, how's it going? Yeah, no thank you. And Have y'all watched uh, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's way yeah, too sad, but it's That's kind good. of like the ending of that too because I mean like she was taking diet pills, which is pretty much Adipex, which mm-hmm. is pretty much Adderall. And I mean, it really will fry your brain. Oh, the ending. What does he say? That creepy guy? Uh, something about a- oh, ass to ass or something like oh, that. Oh, dude, that scene made me cry so many times. <laughs> I need to see this shit. It's that or like arguing the scene right after movie. that part. The, the scene that right after oh, that part where yes. uh, the girl like is just like walking through the rain, like thinking about her decisions. Yeah. And that's like the camera work of that because it's like that movie cuts. Yeah. Wow. It's, and it's the only like section of the movie that it does that. The director of that movie, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. He directed, wrote and directed a movie called The Wrestler. Dude, yes. And The Wrestler, <laughs> uh, the band I, I used to play in, we had, we were on the soundtrack. Damn. Oh, wow. Did I tell you that? That was the movie. We no, were that's on. that's cooler than my brag. Yeah. My brag was going to be that my band was on uh, an episode of Bad Girls Club. Yeah, we were on a lot of Damn. MTV Real World. Yeah, same. So you Real guys World think, Road Rules Challenge. Yep, same. You guys probably was it get, Rumblefish? Is that no, the no. Oh, but it's not, you guys probably got what's called a Buna Murray deal, which is that's the those are the producers or the production company for that. Oh, yeah. it is those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the because the statements. You yeah. get to hit them all. Like yep. we were on Jersey Shore, Bad Girls yes, Club, and yes, then all uh, of those. a challenge of yep. you know Real World Road Rules. Totally. Fucking and then we got nice. like so cool. iPhone app video games. Did you guys do that too? Yes. Yep. That's so funny. It's like I, I it bet must it's be around like the same package. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk like names after this because I, I bet it's the same people. That's awesome. That's dope. Um, well, let's, uh, yeah, let's wrap with this. Yeah, story. we were gonna say bye to you, and then we started talking about coke, dude. Apologies. That's what we do. <laughs> no, y'all are good. <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? Uh, pink. What's yeah, your like favorite pink. movie that you've seen recently? Uh, a Serbian film. What is it? 
It's it's kind of a snuff film to be honest. Oh but shit! It's, it's, it's really interesting. Okay, it's really interesting. Nick, I'm worried about Jeez you, dude. Louise, Jesus man. Christ! It's got dark. Uh, I mean, it, watching it it's one really thing, re- but then holding it to a high standard. Good Lord. Dude, it, it's directed so well. <laughs> well, it's directed. Okay. Wait, so is this well. so? This is a proper snuff film. Yeah, is this legit? It's like, not like a. I don't think it's like a proper snuff film. It's just like a very very disturbing movie. Okay, okay and well, that's, that's like, different. But it's all I've fake. Gotten, yeah, it's all fake. Oh, okay. okay. All right, we're good. Yeah, right. we're good. I've just like gotten really into like psychological horror and things. Right. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I, lo- I love horror. Okay. Well, well, I don't want to ruin it. See, I thought you were like literally on the dark web and yeah, found like oh, fuck that a legit Faces of death shit. No, 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 no. And I'm that's, like, why is that up towards your favorite movie? It's like, well, I yeah. like Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> uh, snuff film I Finding saw last Nemo night. And a snuff what film? else like, has what been the up fuck? there for me lately? Uh, the Black Mirror movie is super interesting. The, the like interactive one. Oh, yeah. so cool. Bandersnatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that I saw that. Yeah, really good. That was super man. cool. Um, I still regret not kicking, was it my dad in the balls? I should have kicked my dad in the balls right. in that movie, but I didn't. Have you all seen like the, the Christopher Robin movie that came out not too long ago? The Winnie the Pooh? No, but I've heard amazing yes. things about no. that. Dude, it's absolutely amazing. I've heard it's oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah, my uh, It's on Netflix my now, too. My parents yep. saw it and they yep. loved it, too. That's awesome. Yeah, cool, I went man. and saw it in theaters with my girlfriend, and it was, I mean, it's it was such a good movie. Dude, we live in a time now where, like, you can go watch some kiddie shit, like, I quote know. unquote, and it's still dope. We just saw the, the last Dude, it's always How dope. to Train Your Dragon. The right. Third and final it, one. It probably it's so slapped. Good. It was yeah. so, it slapped, bro. Cars 3 was great. Dude, Cars 3 slapped. Dude, Cars 3 was the slappiest. Is that how you said it? <laughs> <laughs> no. See, now you just try to put some extra shit You try to put some extra shit on it. And you're like, man, you just fucked get it out of here, old guy. <laughs> get out of your dad. Dude, that movie is a slap tappy good time. It's a slappy good <laughs> movie, right? Grandpa, guys? you suck. Canceled. <laughs> uh, when I was storming the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. I'll tell you what didn't slap being shot at by right? the Viet Cong. <laughs> Can you dig it? All, All right. right. Let's let him go. Yep. 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 Thanks for being on, dude. Had a blast, dude. Me. Hey, where Absolutely. can they find you? Hold, where can they find you on the Instagram websites? Uh, at Fever War, and my personal is at Scumbag Five Thousand. All right, you heard it here first, guys. Go check it out. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Sick, dude. Have a good show Thank tomorrow. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. All right, there it is, Nick from the band Fever War. Dope. Good kid. Yeah. Real good kid. Real. S- Real slapping kid. Yeah, he's a real fucking slap tappy. I, I gotta say, he kept saying slap, and I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was like a cool kid thing, mm-hmm. and then he just kept doing it, and, uh, you know, it's just like, what the fuck's going on? I'd never heard anyone say that before. It, it's for sure, like, it's from our kind of, uh, our world of, you know, just, because I think it's it's slightly like a, a music production type of term like dude uh, i need that kick drum to slap or i need that yeah. snare to slap i've heard it in that context so it comes from like the the heavy music side of you know like the the fucking um you know kubla khan and uh knocked loose every time i die like from like that world it's, right that's that's really where i started to hear it right right right, right but uh right, you know right. i don't fucking i don't use it it makes sense that he would he's wearing a yellow hoodie like that's wearing what, a yellow hoodie that's what they do 
Yeah, why do kids? Why are they so colorful these days? Dude, that's that's part of like the the '90s shit. He was saying it's coming back. Like that specific. So right there, that color hoodie he was wearing, it's like a goldish yellow. Mm-hmm. That's like like Post Malone made that shit huge, right. and it's the thing. And then a lot of hardcore bands started doing that. I've had to mock shit up on that color specifically. And I, as a, as a very pale dude, I'm like, who the fuck would wear yeah, this who's color? Wearing this, yeah, right. I first started to notice. That thing, like the hypercolor, not hypercolor. Um, what do they call that? Like merch designs that are super fucking bright. Yes, yeah. I what they call it. So it's a thing. But uh, yeah, like bands like Issues, mm-hmm. you know, very colorful. Like yeah. I thought you're in a rock and roll band. What's going on? Here? Right, right. Well, that's the thing is that like lines and like expectations and shit get blurred. I know. That's that's a thing. That's probably the only thing I'm jealous about earlier uh, generations with is that they can. Like, dude, at his age, I couldn't say my favorite color was pink, but it was. And right. it was all because of Every Time I Die, their album Gutter Phenomenon. Right. That shit has so pink. much, like, hot pink and white and black. It's like, fuck, that's so cool. But, like, you couldn't... Shit was so narrow-minded back then. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, oh, you like pink? Oh, so you also like to suck, suck dick? dick. Yeah. And you, you're gay or whatever. Yep. I know. Uh, And now they can just be like, okay, yeah, well, I wear yellow hoodies. I like pink and... I you know I do this I talk about this I don't or saying you don't drink but you're in a heavy band I know that's a healthy decision he's making and yet you couldn't say that when I was his age dude a lot of kids his age are like surprisingly like dis- not it's not just discipline they're just like healthy and it's okay to be healthy mm-hmm. it's okay yeah. to not be fucking super into partying oh dude so many 19 year old vegans right you know which is which, a, little, a little tough to yeah, so, who knows? I mean, I, I'm too dumb to speak on like the science of that. You know, should they be getting protein and shit? Yeah, ASAP. Like, as as at that age. But I um, wonder if our generation was like one of the worst about partying and not giving. A, it's not that we didn't give a fuck, but like just because um, I can't possibly be true. Like 60s and 70s went pretty hard in the paint, but we. I don't know. I don't know. Seems like we're just a generation of like. Because we were right after the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, yeah. And I, you're even a little younger than I am, but we're still in the same bracket of time-ish. Yeah, dude, I always I say know. that I, I'm one of the things I'm most fortunate about is just how mm-hmm. much fear my mom put into me about hard drugs. Oh, okay. Like, dude, like Coke, heroin. Gotcha. All that shit. Like, don't fucking touch it. Right. To where I have... Well, it's very good of her to do that. I have zero desire, and it even, like, sort of transcended into... We were talking about pills... It transcended into this amazing kind of ability that I have where, and I might have talked about this before, where like if a, if a doctor says, um, all right, you know, here's a prescription for Vicodin, like you just had your teeth pulled, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can take two of these a day uh, as needed, whatever. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. But in my head, I literally go, I won't take more than one all day. Wow. So now instead of one single pill twice, I'm going to take half of one pill twice. And it doesn't come from like this Superman. Whoa. I, I, it's more of me. I want to squirrel the shit away. And I, and I did this Mm. shit with food as a kid too. My mom was just talking to me about this the other day. I would go up with like 15 bucks. Cause as a kid, what is our drug? Like it's candy and shit. Yeah. 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 So I'd get like Snickers bars and fucking, uh, like Yoohoo and like Halloween stash. Yeah. And I would put it in the freezer and I would like take one bite of a Snickers bar and then put it the fuck away where does that come from I have no fucking idea because she fed you enough you didn't grow up oh for sure I think it was more she would talk to me about like what the drugs can do to you physically and then also just the addiction aspect and how it can ruin your life it can take things away from you so 
I started to be overly controlling about all substances. Mm. So like candy or fucking whatever, like just chill and just, you know, take it. Whatever they say is the amount you can have. That's probably too much. Do a little bit less and you'll be golden forever. See, that's, that's really healthy. I was the opposite. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they say take one, that was a wink to take four. Yes. Well, and it's hard to say like how much of that is uh, is genetic too. Right. You know, oh, we, absolutely. We don't know that maybe there's because I one of my uh, not the the 13 year old brother, but I have another one that's um, definitely older than that, but still younger than me. And he's the opposite. He's fucking Dr. Sabotage. He's just he's like, let me you know, how many can I have? Okay. So I should probably be able to double that and it'll be OK. Yeah. So and I mean, we fucking grew up together like we had the same mom like it's all but he's just. He's that guy that's like, it'll be fine. Everything's okay. And then it's just fucking not. That is really weird. Because my family, there there are definitely family members and even my siblings. And I won't say them on air, but you know who you are. <laughs> who who have that addictive chemical abuse gene. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who don't. Yeah. And like you said, you grow up in the same household, same family setting. So I don't know what that is. You know, it can't just be... Uh, nurture versus nature like i think nature does come into this a lot for sure well it's it's really weird too because i have a dad that when he wants to he can drink like a fish and i've literally never been able to do that i am like the king of like if alan has four beers in a night he's like he's pretty you're pretty toasty he's off the deep end like right go ask him what's wrong (laughs) because like four beers but for most people that's how they get their night started yeah that was me for majority of my life yeah yep at least that and hands full of other things oh dude i have a friend that drinks multiple things drinks a six pack a night yeah and i'm just like how the fuck do you do that i did that like most of my 20s yeah that's honestly impressive to me i don't i don't understand but now i'm like you because it's yeah. been such a long break that when I do, because you, you've probably seen me drink five times at the most. If that, if yeah. If that, and I don't even usually finish my beer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like one beer, two beers, that's that's enough, man. Yeah. I, it, it hits me hard now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's some crazy shit how that happens. It is. It's so strange. I got a question for you. Okay, dope. Would you take, would you take $4 million to be on to catch a predator? Dude, I heard this question on something. Um, yeah, what? When I heard this, somebody asked. Somebody responded with like, "Am I on there because I'm truly like this sketchy piece of shit, or is it just literally the team comes to me so and says, pretend that you're, you're a piece of shit?" Yeah, well, either one. It's it's not that you are actually a child predator. But they're going to portray me as one? Exactly. But I'm not one? But you're not one. I'm down. Let's go. $4 million. Tomorrow. But it's going out to the world. This cool. show is going out. They, the public doesn't give a fuck. Because every single one of those assholes goes, I, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Right? I'm still down. $4 million, sure. dollars, dude? Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Because I will know. <laughs> All right. Because right. I'll know. I, I couldn't do it, bro. I think I could do it for sure. So if if you heard these questions asked, then you probably know the source. Uh, dude, bring it because I, I got another one. I'm a narcissist. Like I always want to be able to answer these questions. Okay. Would you rather walk? <laughs> I love this question so much. <laughs> Would you rather walk with a rollerblade on your left shoe for the rest of your life? Damn. Or have a midget walking in front of you, walking slightly slower than you. Uh, walking slower than. Oh, sorry. A uh, midget walking in front of you, walking slightly slower than you want. To for the rest of your life. 
Oh, see, that's rough because <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is people that walk too slow. It makes so me murderous. You, so you either have a rollerblade on your left foot, and you hobble around with that fucking thing, or you have this little dude walking in front of you slightly slower than the pace in which you want to walk. And plus, that's a whole other like. Did he? Does he or she agree to this? Like uh, he's just—it's like a, there's some dwarf out there that somebody just goes, "Hey, this guy just made a decision, and now you're a part of his it's, life." It's forever. almost like one of those little feeder fish that swim next to a shark. Yeah, like they—they they just have to. They don't know why. It's just part of their nature. Okay. So he or she sort of, of wants to do that. That makes it creepy. It's not even want to. He's just like a magnet to you. He has to walk in front of you. So everywhere you go, he's gonna be there, and he's kind of a dick. Mm, that's too—that's too sketchy. Because any any anybody that would do that will fucking kill you in your sleep too. So I'd go with rollerblade. Yeah, I'm saying rollerblade. I don't want another human around me. That would suck to have a giant rollerblade hooked to your foot all the time. Though. Yeah, now I got a fucking roommate. Like, listen, maybe you could figure out how to to skate with one foot though. Well, for sure, because what's off. a bigger cock block? A fucking a rollerblade on my left shoe, or a goddamn a dwarf dude. following me around. Women That's are going to go, hey, man, I'm not into threesomes. And it's like, no, no, he won't be involved. No, yeah, he's not okay. involved. He just has to be here. Yeah, they're like, like what? I don't believe you. And you know what? Did I see you on To Catch a Predator? Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck you, dude. You suck. Yeah. And I'm just going to be like, all right, cool. But then it all goes back and she does want to fuck you because now she realizes you have $4 million. That is true. So maybe in the end, that wins. Damn, I'm still saying rollerblade. All right. That works. Give me another one. Uh, those were the only two I uh, had. I had some other ones, but they... Apparently got. Oh, here, here's one. Uh, last thing you did in public that you were glad nobody was looking. Oh Jesus Christ. Um. Fuck, I don't know. I don't really. I'm I'm so fucking self aware in public. <sighs> yeah, I couldn't like, even think of that one either. Like painfully self aware. I mean, like just stupid shit, like picking my nose or fucking. I mean, that's that's gotta I don't be. Even give a shit about that. Yeah. Um. I love how just like old dudes. Do not give a fuck about stuff like that, dude. Listen, I was just in. Don't just make eye contact with you all. I just spent it. hours at the airport in the last few days, and I mean that's some of the finest people watching. Oh my good, you can possibly do. It's crazy what some people will do. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you you understand you're just wide out in the open. Like they don't care. Everyone can see you. It's a, Ashley and I always say it's it's their special day. It's, yeah. it's their day. Like, yeah. let them take that left turn when they didn't Christ. have to. It's, it's their fucking special day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I got anything. I mean, probably like talking to myself. Actually, yeah, yeah. Because today it was. Uh, I, I was. I was walking to the bathroom at the office. We gotta like. We don't have. We're like in an office building that has multiple. Mm. Uh, what would you call it? businesses inside? So I had to go upstairs, and and I'm walking. I'm having a conversation with somebody. Right. In my head. And I walked by and there was like a presentation. I have no idea if anybody saw me. but uh, You seem like a talking to yourself kind of guy. For sure, yeah. I and definitely I, am. I used to be self-conscious about it, but uh, now I'm just like, you got to get over that. Because that shit is, it's helpful. Oh, fuck yeah. Just man. to fucking vent to yourself and now you're not dragging anybody else into your shit. And yeah, it's the only way I can like get through my, the shit I need to get done. Mm -hmm. I actually have to like say it to myself. Well, then, like, what is our fear of, like, being caught talking to us? That somebody's going to think we're crazy. Mm. All right. But if that's the only thing you do that might be that that way or perceive that way all day, you're right. killing it. Like, I have a career. I have a house. I fucking, I'm very independent. If people are going to be like, that guy's insane. Then what is the dude that's homeless eating his own shit? Yeah. You that's know? a good point. Don't call me crazy. Okay. I'm doing all right here. Yeah. Eating his own shit, by the way, Alan? Yeah, dude. Fuck it. Mm. Some you, you get those demons in your head that are like, bro, you just shit and... 
there were still nutrients in there. Right. And then so they're like, all right, fuck it. And then, you know, their taste is all fucked up because it's like their brain's broken anyway. Taste receptors, those are fucking... What's grosser to you? Human poop or dooges? Oh, wow. Uh, See, this... In like a mass amount. Well, I'll make it even worse. You know what's funny is that a tiny amount of each is more disgusting to me. (laughs) Like if there was a drop of jizz on my hand, I'd cut my fucking hand off. (laughs) But if it was like... King Kong, yeah, low. I told, I know I'd be like, mean. James, like, look yeah. at this. How fucking crazy. I'd right. take a picture, I'd go wash my hand, go on with my day. There's something about a drop of jizz. Right. I'd be like, dude, light, light me on fire right now. My whole fucking body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what that is. But here, I will answer that question with, with this. I Psychologically, the jizz is way worse. Because I'm a human being mm-hmm. and we all have a weird thing with sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I think my body, like my my sense of smell and all my gag reflex, without me being fully behind it mentally, my body would shut down at the sight and the smell of shit. Yeah. Like it's a weird thing. Like my mind would be like, whoa, dude, that jizz is so gross, but but my body would be shutting the fuck down over the presence of that shit. So there would be like a weird dichotomy. I agree. I, puke is pretty rough for me too. Like, in my head, I would rather if somebody said, you got to lick one of them. In my head, I'm like, give me the shit. Let's go. But in reality, you think the actual, like, reaction to it being so gross is worse? Yeah, I think that, I think if you gave me both and said, lick them, and I went to go lick the shit because that's what I'm choosing. Because you're licking cum, it's not overwhelmingly smelly. No, but it's just psychologically, like, a a dude's fucking kids are in there, and I'm just going to, like. But you close your eyes, and it's just some weird gooey shit. Yeah, dude, it's just, it's. Fucking, you go lick some a pile of poo poo. I've heard a lot smell. of women say that, like, on and these are like women that I've not been with, but uh, they would say that it's a lot of them say it tastes and or smells like uh, what is the the fucking phrase I heard? Earthy bleach. Mm. So it's like it's got like a chemical like bleach smell or taste to it, but then also it's like dirt, like soil, like Ugh. earthy or whatever. Yeah. Weird. And here's the thing. I've heard multiple women say that. Dude, when I was doing uh, like EMT firefighter stuff, the the thing that someone told me, like a veteran firefighter, he said, because I was asking him like what the job was like. He, he worked for Portland Fire. Really nice guy. Just like the typical dude firefighter guy. Super nice. And <laughs> the thing he said to me, like the first 10 minutes, like, hey, uh, I just got to say up front, um, most of the calls are medical. Uh, a lot of medical calls. I was like, okay. It's like, and uh, majority of the time you are helping old ladies off toilets. Oh, God. And it's a lot of poop, a lot, lot of shit, a lot of vomit. So if you think you can you can do that, you know. And he's like just one of those like, you know, get to the point kind of guys. You're just yeah. telling me it up front. And I, I remember like taking it with a grain of salt. And the first handful of calls we ran, it was just poo-poo and shit. Dude. Poop, a lot of blood, a lot of poo-poo, a lot of shit. Well, God bless you guys because... Like, He'd say that, and I would fucking, I'd close up my binder and walk right the fuck out. And a lot of these dudes are just like, just another fucking day. It's yeah. the 17th call they've been on. I'm that dude that's like, time out, dude. I thought I was here to walk away Rescue from an explosion in slow motion. Fires, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not here to wipe old lady asses. No, I think uh, even today, most departments, like 85% or higher, is, it's all medical calls. <laughs> Jesus, you get into be a, that a to hero me firefighter. Sound, you're just a paramedic. Yeah, we got to change the name of that shit then. 
well, now fire the, department. Well, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like big cities, uh, FDNY, New York City, Chicago, even Portland Fire. I mean, you ba- you have to be an EMT to even get in. You have oh, to God. be. And they, they correlate like uh, ambulance departments in the fire department. That's yeah, like, yeah. That's all one thing. Dude, it's such a... Yep. It's, crazy, man. Gross, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it takes it takes balls to do that shit. It's so crazy. Now, here's a really important question. Let's get back to serious stuff. Would you rather get a... Okay, let's just start it this way. Your grandma's going to give you a handjob. Yep, yep. I'm ready. Now, would you want that handjob to be a bad handjob, or do you want it to be a good handjob? Heard this one, thought about it, answered it to myself, so I'm ready. Okay. A good one. See, I disagree. A bad one is going to take longer. I want her hand on my dick for the smallest amount of time possible. Why does that? Yeah, but a good one means that it could be longer. Good blowjobs aren't fucking quick for me. Oh, see? Well, then there you go. You got it. I guess it can You have to define. I guess it's subjective. What is good? Okay, so same amount of time. Oh. Well, let's just set the time. It's going to be five minutes. It's going to be a five solid the longest minutes of your life. Well, I still want it to be good. See, I want it to be now, bad. see, good doesn't I don't mean want to I fucking good with my grandma. Good doesn't mean. Here's the thing: if my grandmother gives me a good hand job, yeah, I don't then contemplate afterwards like, should I call her and do that again? No, I just go. Listen, I had to do this because of some like weird fucking would you rather bullshit, and I did it, and it's done. I never got to do it again. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But. But then, yeah, you do have to kind of what is what is good that I like got into it. And I told her I loved her. Or See, something. that's what I'm worried about. Ugh. Because what if it's good? You're like, man, I nutted super hard. Yeah. And now every time you see your grandma. Right. Because if, if that's the point that like you enjoyed it more than you thought you would and you want that again. That's it. Well, then, yeah, I want then a bad one. But that's not how over. that's not how I interpret it. I interpret speed and. Uh, and like, yeah, quality of, of orgasm, I suppose. You know, to where she doesn't do it and then like, and then stop like mid or like that's, yeah. you know, big like, grandma, you're fucking 80 years old. You haven't learned yet that that's not for sure. Some guys told you, you don't stop fucking mid, you don't just stop the stroke. Oh God. Hurry up. Give me another one, dude. The silence hey, is fucking, I know I'm looking post that question. That's not cool. What is this? Okay. Every time. Okay. Would you rather. Every time you shit, shards of glass come out and make your ass bleed. The fuck is wrong with people? Or every time you pee, you have to wipe your shards. Wait, you have to wipe with shards of glass. Jesus. Wipe your dick? This must be for a woman. Yeah, because that's. Well, then we'll just make it. Uh, you're wiping your dick after you piss. Then every, the yeah, every time you shit, shards of glass come out and make your ass bleed. And then every time you shit for dudes, you have to wipe with shards of glass. Okay, dude, that question pissed me off. Yeah, that's a terrible question. That's so stupid. Yeah, because either way... That's so fucking dumb. Hmm. What the fuck is the point of that? See, because here's... The nuance of would you rather should be... It should be in creating a debate about what's truly best. Yeah, that's Both of those options are some saw shit. Like, that's not even... The one that you... You told us about the would you rather... Yeah, that one's one of the best. The parents ever. having sex one. 
Yeah. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every night for the rest of your life or join in one time? That's that's maybe the best would you rather. That I've one's fantastic heard. because what it does is it, it... It floors people too. Yeah. Would you rather do the gnarliest thing of all time, but you only got to do it once. You only have to do it once. Or something that's way less gnarly, but every night. Every night. Yes. Like whatever you got going on today, at some point this evening, you have to watch your parents do it. It's, it's a challenge that within a the power of wills. Like what can you... Yeah, there was another one similar to that that was like, um, let your parents watch a sex tape of yours, of your choice. Yeah. Or watch a sex tape of them the night you were conceived. And I'm saying... Wait, say that again? So you either let your mom and dad watch a sex tape of you and Ashley. Yes. Or you watch their sex tape from the night that you were conceived. Oh, God. And I'm leaning towards watch their sex tape because they're going to be borderline unrecognizable. Not my dad. He's looked the same for fucking 40 years. But right, at least they're young. But they're young, and I could probably pull myself out of the whole, like, oh, these are people that I know, whatever. To me, it'd be half, like, it'd almost be like watching Homeward Bound. Like, I think mm. I would get, like, a little welled up. I'd be like, this is a beautiful... <laughs> I'm fucking being born right here, dude. This is huge. Oh, and he's about to nut. And, and there I am. Boom. Award winning graphic designer. Good job, dad. That's how I would feel. Like, you guys fucking killed it. Would you rather go down on your grandpa or have your grandma go down on you? Say that one more time. Would you rather give your grandpa a blowjob or have damn. your grandma give you a blowjob? Dude. You got to suck your grandpa's dick or your grandma's going to suck your dick. I'm saying get to work, grandma. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I would agree with that because you should sure. try to check out. Because uh, see, the real trick else. there, I'll tell you right now, the real trick trick there is making sure not to drink so much beforehand that you get blackout and you can't even get, you can't even get hard. Yeah, that's the. But you got to get enough to like take yourself out of that horrific situation. <laughs> Here's one. <laughs> uh, would you rather pee every time you stand up, or poop every time you sit down? Jesus Christ. Every time you stand up, you piss. Or every time you sit down, you have to poop. Oh, no. I would... I'm not, I mean, either one, you're... What an awful life. You wouldn't be able to have a relationship. You wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I guess you just have to wear diapers all the time. Yeah. I'm going to go with pee because poop is pretty gross and it's going to smell and... Poop is gross, but I'm just thinking like, okay. This can get around that though. So just as an example then, like I come here to the podcast studio. As soon as you sit down. I can't. Yeah. So. But you hold off. Well, well, can I just, can I go to the bathroom here in the bathroom right across the hall? No. Cause it's every time. And crawl here. Oh, wow. Cause I have yet to stand up. But then would it count as sitting down again? As soon as I. Yeah, is it like when butt touches surface, you poop? Yeah, is it like what, what that, disease is that? Like as soon as you're that's see, that's not even a fun. It's a terrible life. That one, that one is. half pisses me off yeah, because like it doesn't kind of pisses me off too. It's just not good. Like that's the thing with the would you rather getting popular is you're getting a lot of idiots now that are like, okay, would you rather shoot your mother in the face as yeah, she cries yeah, and yeah, begs yeah. you not to? You're, like, you're just saying two stupid things. Yeah, it's just if what the fuck. I'm not gonna play uh, that. This is one I heard. Let's see if I can get it right. Would you rather... Okay. <laughs> Would you rather every time 
you hear a song. Every time you hear music, mm-hmm. it is the song uh, from Beverly Hills Cop. The heat is on. Ooh. The heat is on. That song. Great song. Or every time you have to watch a movie or TV, anything that's on a screen, that sort of medium is you have to watch Sister Act 2. So see, then that question is, what do you're you want to get? You're in an elevator. Get, what do you song. get rid of, music or movies? Yeah, and for me, you know how much I love movies. Right. See, I think this is where you and I would happily go opposite. So you would... I can't go without music. So every time you watch something, it's Sister Act 2 with, with yeah, because, Goldberg? because I choose just, okay, then I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm going to listen to music and fucking kill my so, okay, life. So, so you're, you're a single guy, but you're trying to date. You get a You get a date this week yeah and you go back to your place and, you, and she's like hey we, let's watch a movie it's gonna be sister act two no for uh, the thousandth time it's gonna be nothing i'm gonna say why don't you come over we'll we're just gonna chill yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna listen, listen to, to some, some music. music yeah that's not glenn fry's the heat is on yeah it's see that's tough though because okay. so would okay so then by that question then does that girl that i'm trying to date does she get pulled into my universe? So if she's with me and I turn on a TV, that's that's what's on for her too? Um, or like you and Ashley? Yeah. Every time you yes. turn yes. on Spotify, she's got to listen to that fucking song? Yeah. Yeah, It's it, it gets pulled into like a, a universe of yours. Oh, wow. So that's another tough thing because you're a terrible person to date. Well, yeah, dude. Think about me with fucking one rollerblade and... <laughs> Just listening to the heat is on all the fucking time. But you've got four million But I got four mil. Your grandma give you a killer blowjob. Yeah. I talk about it. And a killer hand job. Yeah. You shit every time you see it. So I'm in a sexual relationship with my grandma. (laughs) I got four mil and And a rollerblade on my left foot. You poop every time you sit down. What a mess. And everyone thinks you're a fucking predator. Yeah. That's a terrible life. I'm going suicide, dude. (laughs) My God. I'm giving my four mil to all the closest people to me. I'm going suicide. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an affliction. That's a series of afflictions. You call the suicide hotline and they're just like, dude, you're you're making the right choice. All right. Let's do some current events. Let's do it. I don't have any really, but there was a few I saw. Let me see if well, this is a kind of dumb one, but Tyson Foods announced it is recalling more than sixty nine thousand pounds of frozen chicken strips. That may have been contaminated with pieces of metal. Fucking surprise. What? I mean, yeah, right? Tyson has been dog shit chicken meat for, I mean, decades. Yeah. Decades. Of course. Yeah, that's that's fucked up, but it's also like, well, what did you think you were eating? I know. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, twofold fucked up. Like, one, no shit. And two, how in 2019 is that an issue with our food? Yeah. Like there there's a a break in regulation somehow. Some people are just fucking pocketing some money and and turning their back on metal infused. Is that what you said there's chunks of metal in it? Yeah. Um oh apparently. God. I'm not really sure. Fuck that. Like what does that mean though? I know. I, I, like well, yeah, there's a piece of metal on my teeth. That, clearly, like, it, mean, it means something. Bad. It means enough to like have to recall. That's expensive. Yeah, that's They're not going to do that unless they legally have to. Yeah. Fuck that. What else? 
No, that's that's the only one I have. Um, I watched. Uh, I haven't finished it. This is this is a documentary I've been so stoked to start, but uh, as as my buddy Alex at the office said today, it's it's one of those ones you can't watch it after like a night of drinking, get home at one a.m. This is like a probably two p.m. on a Saturday when you're bright eyed and bushy tailed and you've had your fourth coffee. It's uh, the inventor. Uh, out for blood in Silicon Valley or whatever. And it's all about, uh, I believe her name's Elizabeth Holmes. And she started uh, a company called Theranos. That sounds like a, like a Marvel. Yeah. Cause it's so close to Thanos. Thanos. That's why I thought. Um, but yeah, I guess so Theranos is, uh, it's the merging of the two words, diagnosis and therapy. That's where okay. she got it. Uh, but anyway, she's this kind of, uh, massive Steve Jobs fangirl. Uh, she wants to be known as, uh, you know, the Einstein of her generation. want to say she's like late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Um, really peculiar type of individual. But essentially, she develops this system where with one finger prick, they can take a drop of blood, they put it inside this machine that she and some engineers invented called that they ended up naming the Edison you put it inside this cartridge, you put the cartridge, you put the blood inside the cartridge, then the cartridge inside the Edison. And within a matter of minutes, it can do 200 blood tests and uh, and help with preventative medicine and, and it can diagnose things, blah, blah, blah. Sounds fucking incredible. Jeez. But it ends up being a dope <laughs> idea with almost no execution. And she ends up just defrauding people uh, for... A while she I mean she gets something like nine billion at one point uh, she's incredible at raising money and wow and tricking investors um, and then you know just a weird little like kind of cherry on top of all this for me one of the most fascinating things is she does something called vocal fry where like she she essentially finds she, she has this theory that she will she will garner more respect in her industry if she as a woman lowers her voice and so she actually develops a different way of talking and she 100% sounds like fucking Xerxes Whoa. from 300. And, oh, here's another thing Xerxes. that's super normal. Her eyes are fucking incredibly bloodshot 24 hours a day. Duh. It is, it is one of the most fascinating, like from doing all that. I have no idea why her eyes are that way, but creepy dude, it is, I, I am like, so intrigued by her and like in like a dirty way like i i Whoa, want to like no nah, i wouldn't say so yeah it's definitely not my type you didn't describe a hot person i don't know no that. no 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 although you know some some say that crazy is hot sure you know i've gotten in trouble with that a few times yeah me too but uh yeah it's i, I need to i need to finish it i, I want to finish it tonight actually but uh yeah just so fucking incredible it's on hbo so, um, a little so, harder for some people. Do you remember get. what it's called? Uh, yeah, it's called The Inventor. And then the little subtitle is Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Wow. And once again, I think her name is Elizabeth Holmes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, do you remember that guy that turned, he like, I forget what it was. He had like a, too much, um, l not lead. What was the mineral? Uh, anyway, Iron maybe I forget, but he turned blue. He was on Oprah in the nineties. Do you remember that guy? Uh, maybe. 
Is it doing yeah, better? Pull that shit up on your laptop. It's the craziest shit ever. It was a real story. He looks like a goddamn Smurf. I don't, it was like some, you get poisoning from some mineral. Blue Cobra. Poison guy. Yeah. Oh, yep. I remember this guy. I was listening to a few minutes of this. I look back at the man who turned blue. The overwhelming face shot. I'm about to see something I've never seen before. Dr. Rao says that the man we're about to meet is destined to go down in medical history. This is Paul Carazon, uh, son, who's 14 years ago, an ordinary-looking man with fair skin and freckles. Well, see, look how there different he, he looks. Mm -hmm. Now, when he walks down the street, people stare in disbelief because he is blue. Really, <laughs> truly blue. I have okay, not seen Oprah. him, but coming out, Take yes, you are blue. Oh <laughs> Isn't that wild? You are blue. Fucking Dr. Oz. What a scumbag. I know. You are blue. <laughs> this is a first on the Oprah show. We have never had a blue man. In all these years, really. Well, you don't have any blue makeup back there either. No, no, blue makeup. We don't have makeup for you. Have a seat. Have a seat. So how did this happen? Okay, we'll just listen to this part. You weren't born blue, obviously. No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it's not makeup. I know for all of you who are watching at home, it looks it looks strange. It looks blue. Okay, Doctor Oz. Yeah, so maybe started. stop touching him. When so I unprofessional. Saw an ad yeah. In a magazine. Yeah. It was for a colloidal silver generator. Silver. And it was just a picture of a of a daisy that had apparently been desiccated, that had been plunked in a glass of colloidal silver, and it looked like it was freshly cut. Yeah. And about the same time, I heard that colloidal silver was useful for treating petroleum poisoning. And I had a friend that had petroleum poisoning from working in a machine shop from the time he was, oh gosh, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Yeah. I ordered the generator. And I would go see what? him every day, and we'd uh -huh. each make a glass of colloidal silver, and we'd, and we'd drink it. and. Uh, and you were drinking it for his petroleum poisoning? Well, figured That's I might as well question. drink it too if it was such wonderful yeah. stuff. Yeah, because okay. you thought it was going to do what for you? I had no idea. But why would you why drink would it you? if you didn't think it was going to have some health benefits? Oh, I wasn't going to say, here, take this. You know, yeah. I thought the, the, the kindest thing to do was to take it with me. <laughs> It's just, it's a That's the weirdest idiot. logic. That's like if your wife has cancer and so you get chemo too. Yeah, why did you do that, Alan? Yeah. Well, I couldn't just let my wife get chemo and I don't get it. Okay. So I had to poison myself as well. So I looked him up. His name was Paul something. Paul Carrison. Yeah, Paul Carrison was 62 and he passed away in 2013 hmm. in Washington. Oh, Washington State? Yeah. Damn. Where at in Washington State, does it say? Um, I feel no. like he's like a fucking Bellevue, Bellingham type totally. of dude. He's like way up there. Yeah, uh, he started turning blue about 15 years ago at, at that time. So what was the cause of death? He, he died after suffering a heart attack and also had pneumonia and later suffered a severe stroke. Hmm. Um, he had suffered heart problems for years, but the skin condition stayed 
I mean, what in the fuck? That's so strange. I mean, that alone can't be good for you other no. than the skin. Like, no, that's no way. Fuck you up, man. So uh, I guess don't. What was it? Don't drink silver. Yeah, don't drink that shit. Don't drink that shit. Whatever it was. Don't do chemo just because someone else has cancer. Damn. You know, fucking weirdo. Uh, so yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of currents prepared, but. Well, I got a pee. Should we? Should we just wrap up? Yeah, let's do this movie pick and get out of here. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, because I don't have anything else. Movie picky picky pick. I will send this to. Uh, just type in us trailer. Okay, so the movie pick of the week is the new Jordan Peele movie. Jordan Peele's the writer director of Get Out. If anyone saw that, if you haven't, get your life together. And uh, yeah, me and Ashley just watched it last night. I I don't even, dude, I don't even know what how to even. This is one of the coolest fucking movies certainly ever and it's definitely one of the best horror like psychological it, it, and it's funny i'm it's, blown away at how few people i've been talking this movie dope. up for like a month and everybody's like i don't know what that and then i always got to do the typical like yeah jordan peele get out blah 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 and everybody's like oh okay cool like still not yeah. all that interested i've been on this movie's dick since the fucking uh super bowl trailer i know we watched it a few times and me and you, we've been yeah. talking about it. Yep. But like, uh, you know, something my wife and I always talk about is we like seeing horror movies in movie theaters because we like people, like their public reaction is just so funny. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll get like the gangbanger kid in the corner. is like, oh, damn. Yeah, He's like freaking right. out. And like, it's just fun. And this theater uh, interaction was the craziest. Like so many people just literally saying out loud, what the fuck? Oh, and damn. Like, holy shit. That's awesome. It was so fucking good. The acting is fucking amazing. Yeah, I was telling you earlier, you're my second review that I've uh, heard on it. And it's, yeah, two for two. People just being like, it is mind bending. It's so good. Yeah. And, and the, the amount of like metaphors are just popping out. And I haven't. Because I just saw it, and I don't even know what. It's so process. hard for me not to ask you certain questions about it, because I'm going to see it in a couple of days, and I just, I, re- I don't even want the tiniest thing ruined. The only thing I can say is what is presented in the trailer, and what you do know from the trailer is that a family is somewhere, mm-hmm. and they see people, yeah, that are being creepy as fuck, and then turns out that they look just like them. Yes, right. And that's right, why right. it's called us. Yes. That part alone is the only thing I can say. And with that thing, the acting is just incredible. Yeah. The fact that, you know, one actor is playing two different things. Mm-hmm. Right, is right. Fucking awesome. Yeah. That, that must have been a is, bitch to cast. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because oh it's like, okay, yeah, you nailed the part of this like normal loving mom. Can you be a psycho no, version? Can you be a fucking psycho. Oh yeah. Same God. with you, dad. Same with you, son, daughter. Like, yeah. It's, the the main actress, her name is a crazy fucking name, so I won't even try to pronounce it. And I also forgot it. Uh, she was also in a movie called Twelve Years a Slave. Oh fuck, that's where she's from. Yeah, yeah. And she, I mean, you know, like top five best acting of all time. Yeah, yeah, she's incredible. And as well as us, the her her the way that she. Uh, like her dialect for this character is so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of hint at it in the trailer the way that she talks. Yeah, she has the the crazy version has like the a crazy quick version, little yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. 
I just watched this trailer again last oh. night, actually. Uh, let's just watch it again, just okay. and we'll have audio for the show, too. That's a classic right there. What does I got five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Get in rhythm. I want that kid's shirt so bad. The Jaws shirt. <laughs> Lupita Noyango is her name. <laughs> you hear Gabe got a boat? He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? 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 Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me. I'll keep you safe. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora. Put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. something else man can i just fucking talk about this like there's a quick little scene where somebody's running it's the creepiest stride i've ever seen in my life they look exactly is it the like little us. girl maybe they think like us they know where we are we need to move oh yeah they won't stop until they kill us we kill them. Maybe I missed it again. It's so good. Now I want to know. Damn. I'll mute it while I'm looking here. I got to find it. It's so good. Her hands are like, her arms are down by her side. She's running through the oh, school. Um, Fuck it. I'll just let it play. I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait, man. And yeah, that the voice of the, the mom. That yeah. It sounds like she's saying, be careful or some shit. Oh, my God. That is so sketchy. And the daughter, the psycho version of the daughter yes. looks horrific. 
might yes, be right uh, here. It's. I feel like it's close. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like yeah, that. Yeah, come on. Oh my Get God. the fuck out of here. If I saw that running at me. Well, then you're going to love that scene. I'd fucking kill myself oh, dude, before it so even many, got to me. We kept talking about the like, I just, I would just die. Yeah. I don't just, need You know that. what? You guys are here to kill me. Okay. Cool. Go figure Sounds it good. out. Yeah. Why, why am I still alive? Let's go. Oh, God. I mean. I can't wait. And it's it's not just like, I don't know. It's also really fucking original. Mm-hmm. That's also what I love about That's, movies. Dude, that is what I've been most excited about. Yeah. Is because Get Out was so original. Right. I just feel like he's, I feel like I understand where he's coming from. And it's this kind of like, I'm not in this shit to spend even a second doing something that I don't feel is super original, super unique because yeah, something new. He's got no he, he before get out, he had no skin in the game. Like he wasn't mm. he had to really fucking prove himself. And just like they say with bands, what do they always say about bands? Their sophomore release is the most challenging. Yep. Always. Because an expectation has been set. Yep. And I think that that's kind of where he's coming from is like this Dude. needs to be a haymaker of a movie. You you you're the guy that did get out. Good mm-hmm. luck doing the second movie. Yeah, exactly. It it need it literally needs to be better. Somehow it's, I would say, as good or better, and somehow it's different yet still the same. Yeah, it still feels like Get Out, like that same feeling you had. But, uh, man, and coming again, like a guy that had to prove himself. Because for those who don't know, Jordan Peele is a comedian and like a sketch comedy writer, and he's from the the key and. Is that what it's called? Key and Peel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Key and Peel show on Comedy Century. 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 Comedy Century. <laughs> well, that's a cue that we should probably stop. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to piss my pants. Yeah. All right. You go pee pee. Thanks to Nick from Fever War. And thanks to Revival Recordings for uh, sending them our way. Uh, it's Friday, so this means episode will be up on Monday. That's that's the day that episodes are up. If it's not up on Monday, hang tight. Tuesday at the latest. Yeah. But Monday to Tuesday-ish at the latest is when you can expect new episodes. And as we say every week, if you took some value from the show or you laughed or you decided that you want your grandma to give you a good blowjob along with Alan mm-hmm. and that you want to shit every time you sit down, then tell one person about it. Share that news. Absolutely. Say I want $4 million to be a predator. Yep. Say it. And we love you very much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.